Welcome to Peacock Podcasts. I am your host, Rahel Petalini, and in this episode, I will be interviewing my grandmother, Waltraud Kofler. Enjoy. So, hi, Granny. Hi, Rahel. So, basically, which is kind of an interesting thing you studied. Uh, how did you come up with the subject of English? Well, I was interested in English and English literature, first of all, although I must say our teachers, I suppose none of them had ever been to England or an English-speaking country. So as soon as I uh, was able to, to travel to England, I took this chance to go to England and to have uh, practical um, experiences there. So how was this like first trip to England for you? I went just by myself and I had to go by train from Vienna. I am from Vienna and it was a, a journey of about 24 hours. But in my days, nobody ever had the chance to go by, by plane, of course. And traveling alone as a girl, was that kind of a special thing? No, not really. It was, it was maybe a bit dangerous immediately after the Second World War. As you probably know, Austria was um, divided into four zones. And, and so it was like if you travel to other countries, um, now uh, other continents that you have to, to show someone your identity card. But this was within the country. Was it kind of giving you a multicultural experience? Yes, a little bit. In Vienna, you always have to travel by, by tram. These trams were, were also soldiers were traveling. And so I had the first contacts with American soldiers. And I remember, well, for the first time in my life, I, I got a chewing gum. Do you kind of like see yourself kind of as a like feminist in the sense of a strong, independent woman? Yes, uh, that has something to do with my hometown. I had more freedom, maybe, or even our, our outlook was different. When I uh, got married and, and moved to South Tyrol, which is uh, belongs to Italy, I found out that the women here, the girls, uh, were a bit, um, I wouldn't say behind me, but not, not so free when, when uh, somebody said, let's go here or there or, or make a, a journey. The transition to South Tyrol, how was that? Many people or friends asked me that, and uh, I don't know. Um, for me, it was not such a serious problem. When I moved to South Tyrol, I immediately took up teaching. I had my job, and 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 we had lots of things: uh, a new a new flat, and 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 husband, and family life, and then the children. Uh, how old were you at that time? Well, that was a year after I had finished uh, university. And so I was a young mother as well. If you see nowadays, mothers are 30 until 40 years when they start getting children. And I had finished getting children when I was 29. Since women took up the work world, it's kind of this difficult decision that you have to make between like, do I get children or do I like pursue my career? But you kind of did both at the same time, right? You started teaching, you got married, and like very soon after you got your first daughter. So, Well, my profession 
is very um, positive uh, regarding getting children and family life because teaching means um, you you have to work every morning, sometimes in the afternoon, and uh, long, long holidays in my time, not anymore. So for a, a young mother, it was uh, really a, a good thing. Uh, did you do like most uh, housework, like chores at home? Or was it like already a kind of shared household kind of thing? No, I I, I did all all the necessary, the cooking and looking after the children and uh, helping them with their homework afterwards and so now it was always my job to do. For my husband and me, this was not a problem. He was also a bit of an advanced husband, so to say, because he was one of the few who really, as I remember, when uh, our children were born and, and he himself uh, took uh, little walks pushing the pram which was for a South Tyrolean husband not an ordinary thing but he did not mind but uh, it was it was different nowadays everything is different uh, do you think it changed for the better I mean obviously it's more complex than that but like do you like where it went I don't know if this is for the better and I would say that my two children your mother and 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 your aunt um maybe they had a altogether a better life uh, their future was safe or we thought safe everything was was maybe a bit quieter and I don't know what the future will bring to you and how it is going to be. Now, what do you feel? Well, I hope uh, <laughs> that we will not have uh, you to face a new war, because I remember very well, I was two when the World War broke out, and, uh, and I had many, many experiences and, and shocking experiences. When I hear an alarm, for me, it's always a very uneasy feeling. Although these times are very like frightening and unsafe in many ways, I also feel like they're very liberating to to be who you are and to kind of do what you want to do and live your truth. Yeah, when I think when I was still at grammar school, I think I never had heard the word of uh, gay people or so. It was impossible to speak about that. We, we didn't know. I didn't know anybody who was lesbian or, or so. First, it was a little bit of a, a shocking experience, so unusual to us. But, well, you get used to that, and, and, and you, you see that's their right to live. And what did you think when I turned vegetarian and then, like... No, well, I, I accept if somebody uh, chooses that way, why not? I can only remember some four or five years ago at Christmas time, and uh, on Christmas Eve, you said to me, Granny... This is going to be my last smoked salmon for the rest of my life. And for me, this was um, a shocking message. I thought, well, poor girl, things you like so much, and now you you can't eat uh, what you want anymore. But if you choose that way, I even learned to cook uh, vegetarian things, vegan things. 
I, I fully accept if someone chooses uh, that way. I, I always love that because I feel like it's this big inspiration that you can, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can still keep up with the world in a, in a way. I hope so for myself, yes, because I, I see that in the whole of your life, you, you keep learning and you should not give up uh, learning. It keeps you alive, I would say. Well, I think this is the perfect quote to end our dialogue. So thanks a lot for the interview. I hope your listeners enjoyed our talk as well. That's what I hope for you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Peacock Podcasts. This episode was hosted and produced by myself, Rahab Tarini, Peacock Podcast Executive Producer Kate Brown and Assistant Producer Jay Amey Sudic. Thank you.